And welcome to the Northern Hermit Show. Well, I'm Old Pete, back in to record another episode of the Old Pete Show. Today we'll be talking about the legend of the Eggnog Festival, which will be coming up, uh, let's see, this goes out on Friday, which is the 1st of December, if I am correct. Three days, half September, April, June, and November. All the rest of 31, let's see, today's the 27th, I'm recording this one. It's a Monday, so it'll be Friday. Thanks, so, yeah, let's see, Tuesday, 28th, 29th, yep, December 1st, sorry about that folks, my brain. I don't get a calendar handy nearby, I'm uh, recording this again for Northern. Uh, let's see, you want me to talk about the Eggnog Festival? So, before we talk about, the festival is from the 10th through the uh, 12th, I think, or 10th or the 13th, if you're in the area. You can stop by, we'll have all different kinds of eggnogs and flavorings for them. As well as food, fun and games for the kids, card games for the adults, uh, Scrabble, oh, good Scrabble tournament, love it. Uh, have been called on a few questionable spellings of words, but uh, always good fun. Card games are mostly uh, war and... Uh, they're just like quick two-person ones in between the Scrabble turns, kind of. But the, the Scrabble tournament's the big, big goal to get around here. Uh, basically, a top person from every game moves on to the next round of four people until you get down to the final four. Always a good tournament to place in. And let's see. Uh, talked about all the different kinds of eggnog. There's all that. Uh, Mavis will be having a huge stockpile of cheese curds also ready to go in the fryer, as well as her uh, backwoods pizzas. Those are pretty good. And the tacos. The tacos are pretty good also. And the chili. Oh, good chili this time of year. Oh. Chili and eggnog, very good combination, especially mine. Uh, takes a little bite of the moonshine, but uh, makes it just oh so perfect. So uh, without further ado, uh, the legend of the... Uh, the eggnog tradition. Back in the uh, late 1800s, as I said on the last one, uh, you had the logging camps up here, and uh, they were all kind of spread out of the area and doing their own thing, logging, and you have your shack to sleep in, and you'd have your uh, mess hall attached to a cook shanty there. And the men would go out in the day, and they'd cut down the trees and prep them to go in the winter, either by uh, getting them to the water's edge for the spring thaw, or you get there's no real good river, you load them up on horsely and pull them down to the nearest railroad junction, which was a quite a distance from where our little camp was. And so you go out for six days a week, basically sun up to sundown. So around here, that'd be. About seven to four, very decent. You'd have a, about half hour break for lunch, which would be just a cold sandwich, maybe, and uh, some hot coffee delivered out there. As long as coffee isn't supplied. Coffee is a good necessity being supplied, same with whiskey. Uh, dinners basically would be some kind of version of ham or beef, maybe venison if you had a deer, smoked fish if you had any smoked fish. Those are always good. And morning is your traditional, usually of a good old flapjack. Uh, 
ham, sausage, eggs. Well, what happened was, there was this one particular uh, rough winter, you see. It started way earlier than expected. Uh, basically, late September, heavy snowfall, steady into October. And they had a hard freeze come hit last few weeks of November. So, good hard freeze. All the rivers so frozen solid. Basically, you could just hack your way into a fish. If you're trying to cut up a lock, you might find a frozen fish. Well, the, uh, the logging carrying up here, they had a, the one old cow, and she wasn't much of a dairy cow anymore, she was about getting towards the end, towards retirement for uh, dairy cows. They had some chickens, uh, plenty of eggs, plenty of whiskey, they had some coffee beans, but they were getting very low, they hadn't had a good uh, shipment of supplies in a while. And uh, they were kind of getting tired of drinking uh, melted ice water. And melted snow. I mean, they had some good snow, but you can only drink so much water after a while and so much whiskey before you kind of start to go a little stir crazy in the cabin. You kind of need something else to spice up your flavor, and especially with the coffee running low, they needed something else to, to drink to take their mind off it. Well, the cook knew the old eggnog recipe, and once they had some milk to put in it, but not a whole lot, they basically had enough to put in a flapjack batter and then had a little bit left over, but not enough to spread through the men, so he mixed it up with the eggs, basically dropped the eggs for the, the time being, and they said they'll just go with the pancakes and the sausage and then the ham, and we'll skip the eggs, and so they, in the morning they'd have a small container of eggnog to go along with it and in the evening on the coffee and then in the evening they had some more eggnog which they would just spike a little bit of whiskey just to pick up a bit of flavor with a nice hard day on the cold working. After a while they did send a, a fella on down to pick up another cow to get some more milk and also uh, to build up the bean supply for the coffees because they were kind of getting reused and watered down and watered down coffee ain't the real best people. Uh, you don't get much of your uh, pick-me-up as uh, that you want out of it. Then the whiskey supply also was starting to get a little thin, so they sent some fellers down to the nearest town, which was a good good walk, good, about good week's walk in total. So after about two weeks of doing this, they sent the feller down there to go get the, the supplies, and took them a week to get back, and after surviving a week on roughly 30 days of thinned out eggnog, coffee beans, and uh, ice water. They were ready for ready for a change, and when that cow showed up and gave them plenty of milk, they were happy. I mean, once you can have eggs for breakfast and uh, something other than watered-down semi-tasting coffee, and uh, you have your your eggnog. I mean, you can only drink so much eggnog. And I think the 30 days or 31 days is kind of the limit on that. Also, just drinking so much uh, ice water. I mean, you can boil it for so long, that, but but you're always going to have that kind of flavor of river or lake or whatever the heck was in the snow back then. So out of stupidity the next year, they decided just for the fun of it to challenge themselves to see if, along with everything else, because they were a lot more stuck for that year and it wasn't as bad as winter, to see if they could pull off drinking at every dinner meal, just just a dinner meal, a 
full glass of eggnog for 31 days. That was all they would drink at the dinner meal. See if they could pull it off. And the next year, they just kept doing it again, just kept repeating to see if they could do it. And it kind of stuck ever since. After a while, though, uh, around uh, the 1980s era, kind of started turning it back. They turned it back to about two weeks, and then they turned it back to one week. And then in, uh, right around the turn of the century there, we went to a three-day schedule. Uh, there's some of the people, myself included, Old Tom, uh, the Hermit, Lefty Joe, Mavis, uh, Hannah, a couple others. We still go for that full 30-day ritual. Uh, I should have mentioned, uh, I'm not drinking eggnog at the moment. Uh, I got the tea going. But if you have some eggnog, it's always good to, if you're listening to this, have some eggnog to drink along with it. Store-bought's fine. If you make your own home brew, that's always good to go to. Just remember to drink in moderation. If it's a home brew, spiked with either rum, whiskey, maybe moonshine, or... My secret ingredient. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to a little burp on air there. Oh, that's the uh, episode for today. And now you know about the uh, eggnog festival. So if you're in the area, stop by. Uh, now the closing song. I think he's going to have to change the song. I'm getting kind of tired of it myself. Uh, I think I'll switch over to the, uh, the bean song for today. The... Bean, beans, the musical fruit, the more you eat, the more you toot, the more you toot, the more you eat. Beans, beans, the musical fruit. There you go. Real simple. Enjoy your beans and eggnogs, folks. This is the old Peach Show, signing off.